The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Over the shoulder pass, Io to Georgie. Thought about a three, instead puts it on the deck, goes around, go and it in. <laughs> I like it. Illini with a man advantage. Here is Dosumu for three, and he got it. <laughs> Illinois up big, Io to DeMonte oh, Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to Fighting Illini Game Day, the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show from the State Farm Center on tap tonight for the Illini. Sparty is in town, the number 11 ranked Michigan State Spartans. Uh, number nine in the AP poll, so nine and 11, depending on which poll you look at. The Illini taking on the Spartans and looking to win back-to-back -back Big Ten games for the first time this year and stay perfect on this home stretch. While the Spartans are trying to snap a two-game losing skid that uh, most recently came at the hands of Indiana in an overtime loss, 79-75. This all following 21 straight conference wins for Tom Izzo. Illinois and Michigan State meeting up here for the only time this year in the regular season. The Spartans have won the last five matchups. How you doing, everybody? Scott Beatty alongside Lauren Tate. And, Lauren, uh, this is one of those games where it seems like a David and Goliath situation for this year, but we've seen the Illini already play some very good teams well. They've upset Maryland and Michigan State, maybe a little wounded as well right now. They're trying to figure things out, especially without Josh Langford. Well, you know, you could say this is bad timing for Illinois, although it's, you know, bad timing for Michigan State when they've lost two in a row, but you'd expect them to rebound. This is a different uh, Michigan State team because it's not overloaded or loaded with NBA players like Miles Bridges and Jackson last year, who we saw Jackson made a, a dunk. I think he took off from midcourt, didn't he? Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is still, he's doing it more with balance. He's doing it with a good, strong rebounding. That's a team that makes too many turnovers, but uh, they've got a lot of carryover from all these years of success at Michigan State, and that def definitely is a factor. It started out at the beginning of the year. You thought, well, Michigan State's certainly going to contend to be the best team in the league, and for most of this year they have looked the part, but they have lost their last two ball games at Purdue, which is never an easy place to go play, and then, of course, the loss at home, which is maybe the most surprising part of that loss to Indiana. Which when you is can't really make even, a free throw, yeah. when you can't make, you know, when it, it, it's just, I don't know, at the same time that Illinois is missing all those free throws and winning against Nebraska, 
Michigan State's missing a whole bunch of free throws and losing to Indiana. Well, nine times out of ten, I think if you miss the free throws like the Illini did. You'd be in trouble. That, yeah, <laughs> but the Illini came away with the win over Nebraska. Of course, Kipper Nichols with a very strong performance and 18 points after going scoreless in the previous five games. On the Michigan State side, Cassius Winston, number five in the nation in assists right now. He's had five games of double-digit assists, and he has had 16 games of at least six assists. He is possibly a Big Ten player of the year candidate. I know you got Ethan Happ in that conversation and maybe a few others as well. But he is the distributor first and a scorer as well. Well, that's right. And and he's a guy that, at, when we look back, he, he was getting a lot of assists right from the beginning. He just has that knack. Illinois has nobody with the knack for setting up other people. They have they have guards that have a knack of scoring, but and not necessarily uh, the numbers that, that – uh, that you see coming from Winston. He's, he's amazing, and, and, and of course he's got good players around, but they're not. Look, if you look at the starting line with Langford out, and Langford's out for the season, you see a guy named McQuaid. He's a senior. He's not a great player, but he's, he, he fits in nicely. They've got Goins. He's a senior, a redshirt senior. Not a great player, not an NBA player. And they've got a freshman now, Aaron Henry, starting in place of Langford. So this is a this is we give them an awful lot of credit, and they deserve it, and they won 13 straight games going into this game, uh, going into this two-game losing streak, but it isn't the quality quite of some of the teams we've seen them go into the NCAA tournament with. Illinois here tonight at the State Farm Center. So the Illini will be in the all-orange jerseys. The Spartans are in their traveling blacks with the neon green trim. Not my first choice, but... Whatever works for you. And it's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. 6 p.m. tip here at the State Farm Center. Dan Dockich is on the TV call tonight. He is supposed to drop by here in a moment. We also have our keys to the game and Coach's Corner with Jamal Walker still to come here on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. State Farm Center for a 6 o'clock tip tonight between the Illini and the Michigan State Spartans. Several Illini getting their shots in right now. Tevian Jones was first on the floor. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate with you. Pleased to be joined by Dan Dockich, who's on the TV call tonight. How are you, sir? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Good this place see. is beautiful. Good to see you. Easy, easy road assignment for you coming over from Indy, right? That's a home game. I mean, it's two hours. That's a home game for me. I drive everywhere, and this one this one was dry, no snow, nothing. Let's go. I was going about 102 at one point. I oh, lost, don't say Yeah, that. I know. I, I lost <laughs> a little. I wasn't paying attention. I looked up. I'm like, oh, man. Our signal does carry across Indiana state lines a little bit. So, you know, just so you know, in case. We'll slow it down on the way home. (laughs) Uh, If you see a a, a bright pink Cadillac, that's me. (laughs) It's not, but, no. We were just talking, Dan, about the caliber of uh, Michigan State this year. How do you size them up? Well, one of the things that I thought has been shown uh, without Langford, they you know they lost their leading scorer Joshua Langford, the second leading scorer is their ability to shoot. It's interesting to me because 
they have a couple of guys that can shoot it in McQuaid, and uh, Aarons can shoot a little bit. Henry can shoot a little bit. Cassius Winston can really shoot it. But I don't know that they're knock-it-out great shooters. I don't know that and, – and, and that sometimes, as you guys know, in college basketball, you got to be able to do that. Um, but they're going to pound you on the glass. They're going to run like crazy. They're going to be a little bit angry, I would assume, coming off of two losses, particularly the Indiana one. I don't think they're very happy about that. I think it's one of the best teams in the country. But I'm telling you, I worry about the whole Big Ten as we move into the NCAA tournament. How well do these teams shoot the three? Yeah, there's, there's some teams having a little trouble with it. There are. In Michigan, I, I did a game against Wisconsin. They lost, and, and you know, Ig, 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 Iggy didn't make a bucket. He couldn't make a shot. Uh, Poole was stymied a little bit, and they're just, you know, last year, Duncan Robinson and Moe and, and Abdul Rahman, you got to be able to shoot the basketball to have tournament success. Everybody says the Big Ten will get 8 to 10 in. Can they do that when they cannibalize each other? You know, it's interesting. Indiana's win was huge for them. They were about ready to get on the yeah. outside looking yeah. in, then all of a sudden, yeah. as you know, the the committee looks at road wins, and there you go, one of the biggest in the, in the, in the country. You know, and then I look at, all right, what's Nebraska? Where are they at? They're certainly, they're certainly reeling. Um, I don't know. I, I know this. I know that a team like Illinois, um, as my son said, who's on the staff at Ohio State, he goes, I'm telling you, Dad, he goes, Illinois has a spirit about them, has a toughness about them. They play hard. He goes, don't be surprised if Illinois doesn't make some real noise in the Big Ten tournament and in the second half of this season. Now, my son actually, you know, believes he knows everything about basketball, might have invented it. So uh, we'll take that for what it's worth. But, you know, what's turned out pretty that good. Big Ten tournaments could become a, almost a farce. You've got to go in there on Wednesday if you're in the bottom it's four. Crazy. and You've got to win five in a row to win the tournament. That's impossible. That's crazy. I mean, it, it you know, that, that's why these games become so important. You know, yeah, you, you try to get out of there. Yeah, you got to get out of there. But you at got, the same time, to see a team in the bottom four of the league – get into the championship and win it and get into the tournament. That seems like you're cheating something there. You're cheating the regular season. So I almost appreciate yeah. that. No, I, one of the things I've always said about the Big Ten is this. Um, the Big Ten, the Big Ten coaches, the Big Ten fans, the title uh, of Big Ten champ means something. Like a lot of conferences, I don't think it does. I think people look at the, the postseason tournament, things like that. But, you know, Michigan State last year, 16-2 and two in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of people outside the Big Ten area think they had a failure as a season. Well, no. They went 16-2 and two in, the, in the freaking Big Ten. So I think it's a grind. I, I think it was no surprise that Penn State beat Northwestern yesterday, regardless of whether you think Northwestern's good or bad. Penn State's a pretty good team, 0-10, crazy to me. But uh, it's a great league. Dan Dockich is with us for just a few minutes longer. He's on the uh, national TV call tonight. You're in the heart of Hoosier and Boilermaker country. Are, is the belief there in Archie Miller and all that after what Indiana's gone through here in his second season? You look at all the second-year coaches in the Big Ten right now, including Brad Underwood. Um, you know, nobody's blowing it out of the water, but it takes time. Yeah, it's tough in the Big Ten. I mean, look at the coaches that you have. You know, you've got Beeline, you've got Is. I mean, you've just got great coaches here. Uh, I'll say this. People have a lot more belief in Archie Miller today than they did before Saturday <laughs> night's game when they were on seven in a row. Jury's out. I mean, look, I, I've said this. Uh, Indiana's interesting, different than Illinois. Indiana has their two best players. One's a freshman who's going to go to the NBA, and the other's a senior. Illinois, to me, now I don't know what Io's going to do. I know he's moving up draft charts. But if Illinois will keep this group together, I think you're talking about next year, a team that's going to be in the top three or four in the league. I, I really like this team. I like how they play. I like their spirit. I like their toughness. Talk about Georgie. I love, How do you like his footwork? Uh, it's unbelievable. Like, like when I when you know, I haven't done a game of theirs, but you start. I started Saturday after the game. I did watching them, and I was stunned at two things. You mentioned his footwork. I, he gets great position. 
Like he gets his heels into the lane. He gets two feet into the lane. And that's something that you do one of two ways. You either do it because you're Nick Ward and you weigh 290 pounds, or you do it because you know how to move your feet and get around people and, and use angles. I think he's fantastic. I think Frazier, as I said, Io, I just think they have something really good here. But as you guys know, as well as anybody, you got to keep everybody here. You can't have somebody decide, hey, we can go play somewhere else. You just can't have it. If they keep them together, they're going to be damn good. If, you know, Georgie, if, if you, I don't know if you got to talk to him at shooting around or whatever, but you spend 30 seconds with him and you're like his best friend. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Molly McGrath, who's our sideline reporter, and our director, Scott Johnson, and our producer, Bart Fox, all said the same thing when we went to lunch. I didn't make it to shoot around. I was doing my radio show. But they all said the same thing. That's the most mature freshman I've ever talked to. It's really interesting because they, they have been around a long time. And uh, they just love the kid. In fact, I think they're doing some dance thing with Molly. and uh, Underwood him. told me today that he had years of dance practice. He was a national his champion. Mother, his mother taught him to dance when he was young. Yeah, and, and, and Molly, who was a dancer in college at Boston College, um, said, I, I had no chance of keeping up with him. She goes, I was embarrassed. And we're like, well, if you didn't. <laughs> well, he danced in front of the, the rebounders club here, you know. The, yeah. And they went crazy. Yeah. I mean, he, he's amazing. He's, Nobody he, will take him on. Uh, why would you? <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, they said he was a national champion. And the, the other thing that I really like about him is this. Um, I call him shoe guys. Like, you get a highly recruited guy, plays for himself, outside the team. That dude is all about the team, at least it looks like to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen in today's game. Michigan State's a really good team coming off two losses. But you know what? I think this is going to be a, a – I think the future is really bright here. And, again, as long as they can keep everybody here, you got to do that. Dan, we really appreciate My you pleasure, crossing guys. the court here Thank for you, us man. for a few Thanks, minutes. Lauren. Have a great call. We appreciate it. Dan Dockich joining us here on Fighting Illini Game Day. Lauren and I with the keys to the game when we come back. Michigan State and Illinois, a 6 o'clock tip. Orange out game from the State Farm Center. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Yeah, and it just won't be Trent. I mean, it'll be Io, it'll be Dre. I mean, it'll be all those guys. You know, Cassius is, is such a good facilitator. Uh, he's one of the best, uh, you know, if not the best in the country in ball screens and, and the reads he makes. Um, you know, he's he, he does it with his wit. Uh, he does it with his ability to make a three. Uh, he's got a great hesitation. You know, he's different than Anthony uh, in Maryland. He's a little different than... Um, you know Simpson because of his ability to shoot it, but it, it's he's he's an elite player and he makes his teammates better. And Trent and Io and those guys have got to be, um, you know, beyond point and they've got to make his life very difficult. Brad Underwood talking about the Illini having to guard Cassius Winston. Trent Frazier has drawn the bulk of the tough assignments this year when it comes to defending the guards. Illinois and Michigan State tonight. It's time for our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign and Loman Ray Insurance. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I think that the player of the year might be coming down to Hap, Winston, and probably Edwards. If do. Mm -hmm. I think maybe between those three. But to beat Michigan State tonight, you've got to get back on defense. They really come down. They take the ball right out of the net, and they'll score on you on the other end if you're not careful. 
you got to be alert. you got to run back. you got to really get back on defense. And if the Illini are fortunate enough to build a lead here in this ball game in early on, <laughs> don't count on it sticking around. You have well, to that's through. right. They'll rally on you. Yeah, absolutely. So those are a couple of big things. It would be great if you could limit the touches for Nick Ward, who also runs very well for a guy his size. And the game could swing on the fouls between Ward and Biagi because they're both on the post, and they both draw fouls, and they make fouls. All right, those are our keys to the game. Lauren, we'll talk to you later. Enjoy Thank the ball you. game. All right. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Loman Ray Insurance. Coming up, the coach's corner, Brian Barnhart, talks to Jamal Walker. And then more coverage here from the State Farm Center on Fighting Illini Game Day. Fighting Illini Game Day continues from the State Farm Center, Illinois, and Michigan State this evening as the Illini look to make it two Big Ten wins in a row. Welcome back on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's time now for the Coach's Corner. The voice of the Fighting Illini, Brian Barnhart, visiting with assistant coach Jamal Walker. Here's Brian. Here with Jamal Walker as we scout the Michigan State Spartans. And i uh, tell you what, Jamal, you've been watching the Tom Izzo and his team for years. It's uh, really more of the same. It's kind of different guys, but they plug in different guys. Yeah, it's a uh, different name on the back of the jersey, same one on the front, same op- same uh, same style of play, same mentality. Uh, it starts with Coach Izzo, and, you know, he's been doing this for a long time. He's been uh, successful. Obviously, he's a Hall of Fame coach, and so uh, there's a reason for that. I was talking with Coach a little bit earlier about how they're probably going to come in a little angry. Uh, and they lost two in a row. Uh, the game at uh, home against Indiana, they had to get away, but they missed a lot of free throws in that game. Yeah, right? they did. I mean, they missed a lot of free throws and in, in regards to them being angry. I mean, that has nothing to do with how we play. You know, we, we got to do what we do. You know, they can be angry all they want, but if we continue to execute and, and we, we're physical on our end and, and match their intensity and, and really do uh, keep them off the glass and in transition, I, I don't care how angry they are. Yeah, the, the old adage about you can only control what you can control, you can right? Control what you control. I can't I can't <laughs> control if they're angry. What, I can, what we can control is how well we play yeah well we played well the other day I thought uh, aside from the missed free throws which did not cost us but certainly uh, I thought the way we took a good Nebraska offense and uh, you know made them work for their shots yes I mean sometimes you got to win you know an ugly game you know you're not gonna play perfect I I wish we could make every free throw that we shoot or shoot you know near 98 and 90 percent but we were not so you know for us to win that game and keep our poise and get defensive stops this shows a little level of maturity to our team and um, and that's something that we got to continue to grow on. You played the game, and you're in the, the you're in the guts of the game. It's intense, and then you got to go hit a couple free throws. It, some of that mental, is it, or is it physical, or what? It's a little bit. I mean, it can be. Sometimes it's a domino effect. You look at even Michigan State. I mean, Nick Ward was one of eleven from the free throw line against Indiana, who's a career sixty nine percent free throw shooter. So that can happen, you know. But again, the game the game is not. It's an imperfect game. That's what makes it sometimes fun to play. Is that it's, it's not perfect. So to how you handle the adversity throughout the game in the course of of, of a season uh, kind of determines your fate. Tell me what uh, the Kipper story. In practice, he kept working hard. He, he kept with it. His playing time had gone down, but then there he is. He emerges. Yeah, I mean, just uh, a lesson in sticking with it. You know, that's 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 what we're here to do is to teach these young men how to, how to be and become great men, and and that's part of it is to be able to handle adversity, to be able to handle things not quite going your way, and continue to understand that the best way to kind of fix that is to keep a positive mindset and and, and continue to work. Yeah, and sometimes you have to, you know, you you got to push different people's buttons differently, but sometimes just. You know, I think Coach said the other day he's got to work himself out of it. He's yeah. got to figure it out. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you just need to take a step back. You know, and and, and sometimes you do got to work, obviously. But sometimes just taking a step back and just kind of 
realizing what got you to this point helps. You know, just kind of saying, okay, this, this is what I got to do. I obviously not playing very well, but this is why I'm here. I'm here because of the, my abilities, and, and, and I got to continue to understand that that's going to help me get through that. So um, confidence and mentality is more important. How people think in, in life is so, is so interesting because if you just changing your mindset and mentality or the way you think can also change the way you are and, and, and your mood, you know, sometime. And I, th- I think that's what's helped him be a better player at this yeah. point. Applies in basketball and life for sure. All right, back with Jamal Walker after this on the Coach's Corner. We're back with Jamal Walker. He's on the Coach's Corner tonight for Michigan State. All right, let's get into the personnel, uh, the big guys inside. Let's start there. Uh, Nick Ward, you got to start with Nick Ward. Uh, been a three-year starter, uh, junior, physical, obviously left-handed. Um, Pose as well, really runs the four really, really well. And then his sidekick is Kenny Goins, a former walk-on at Michigan State. I wish we could get those type of walk-ons. But uh, Kenny Goins has really established himself as a really good player in the Big Ten because he really does a good job of offensive rebounding, doing all the little things. He's a winner. Uh, I love watching him play. And Xavier Tillman is their backup big, who probably could start for about three-quarters of the team in the, teams in the Big Ten. And he's a physical presence inside. He blocks shots. He's their leading offensive rebounder per minute play. So you're looking at three, about three headed monster and in interior for those guys looking at all the blocks um, you know a lot of times and I think you guys were talking about this and shoot around today about it's not always just the straight on block it's the the help block way away from the ball do a really good job of reckon, uh, coming in from the weak side uh, blocking shots off the ball and I think that's what good shot blocking and shot blocking teams do is they have an ability to block shots away from the ball so uh, it's just a it's really mentality and effort uh, for guys to block shots and giving multiple efforts um, to do that. And so they've always had a history of doing that, and I think that's something they stress. And we got to do a good job of, of responding to it by, you know, making making good reads in the interior, and if it's not there, to, to, to spray it. Last year we didn't do a very good job of that. When you uh, see Winston play, what what does he make you think of? Uh, who, did anybody remind you of anybody? Or? No, he just doesn't play very fast. You know, yeah. he just he's not the most athletic guy. He's not the fastest guy. Uh, but he is a high IQ. Uh, really shoots the ball really well, and you can tell the game. He plays a pace at a at a at a pace that he's comfortable with, you know. So we got to do a good job of taking him out of that. We try to get him for 40 minutes to not feel that rhythm and get comfortable. And uh, I think if we do that, then that's going to affect his other teammates as well. When he is in control of a game, it's amazing how he can dominate. It. Yeah, he's one of the best in the country. I mean, when you average seven, eight assists in the Big Ten, and everybody knows you're having the ball in your hands and you're making the plays, and you still do that. That's really, really impressive. Yeah. Well, uh, I know, too, that uh, last year we turned him over 25 times here. <laughs> they only turned him over eight up there. Now, the problem was they made the shots they did get last year. That's right. I mean, we, <laughs> they'll tell two games, you know, the first half. Uh, here it was just a turnover fest with those guys, and I think they shot like 70%. We were down like four or six points or something. But uh, it's a different team. You got two different uh, – Obviously, those two guys and Miles Bridges and Jaron Jackson were lottery picks. Uh, that helps their team. I think they're as good as last year's team. They just don't have those marquee names in Miles Bridges and uh, Jaron Jackson. What has Coach Izzo done without Langford? Is he moved some other guys in, I guess, to fill yeah, the void? Matt McQuay's filled the role as a shooter and, and a smart player. And, uh, you know, Aaron Hanner, who's a freshman from Indianapolis, is, is filling in that role quite nicely as far as not as a shooter, but he does it kind of his own way. He's offensive rebound. He runs hard in transition. Uh, Michigan State's going to do what they what they do. They're going to offensive rebound. They're going to play in transition. They're going to try to play physical and tough. And so, uh, it, like I said, it doesn't matter who the jersey, what the jersey says on the back. They're going to do what they do. They're going to rebound and they're going to push it 
make or miss, right? Yeah, this is. Uh, I think somebody back home who's watching this bike could say, "Well, hell, I can do that scouting report." You know, it's the same every year. You know, it's just uh, we we've got to make our adjustments as the physicality game. I'm really concerned about uh, a few of our guys because you can't simulate their size and physicality in practice. So I think some of them are going to have an eye-opening experience. And, again, how they handle that will determine how well we play. All right. Hey, Jamal, good luck tonight. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. That is assistant coach Jamal Walker on the Coach's Corner. Many thanks, Brian. The Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. More from the State Farm Center in just a moment as we get you ready for Illinois and Michigan State. I'm Scott Beatty. I'm back with you after the ball game for the Fasteners Etc. Post-game show. Tim Dittman joins me. We'll take your calls and texts.